Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig's straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive. And these podcasts help deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are. Hey, everybody, this is Randy Wilburn, and welcome to another podcast here on the Zweig Letter Podcast. We've got a great new format for you, something that we've been practicing and, and testing out in the in the uh, behind the scenes. And we finally come up with a way to uh, not just read articles to you, but to actually share the thinking behind them. And so I am here today with no other than Mark Zweig, uh, founder uh, CEO of the Zweig Group. And uh, today we are really excited to um, just start a new chapter in our podcast by sharing some information with you. And uh, our format is going to be a little different specifically with these podcasts because Mark is going to really kind of give you his true insight behind why he writes some of the articles that he writes for the Zweig Letter. As, as many of you may know, the Zweig Letter has run continuously since about 1992. Um, and, and I can't believe it's almost it's going to be three decades soon. But um, that's a long time of writing and a long time of sharing and um, uh, and impacting the design industry. And so uh, who better to to kind of uh, kick off this new process and this new podcast format than Mark himself. So, Mark, we're glad to have you this morning. And, and uh, what we want to do is is um, just get into an article that you wrote recently in this wide letter. Um, and that was uh, actually back in July, July 25th, uh, issue 1161. You talked about becoming a better business developer. And um, I really wanted to kind of get your I mean, especially at this we're we're at the fourth quarter of the year. And um, there a lot of companies are, are, are determining if they're going to do a strategic plan or what 2017 is going to look like. But, you know, obviously we always need to be closing. We always need to be selling new opportunities. And so business development is, a, is an important aspect of any quality design organization. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about that and, and just your thoughts with regard to business development? Well, it's just probably the most critical thing as it relates to whether or not you're going to be a successor in this business. It's so important and it's really difficult to teach people, you know, and there's just so many barriers to being effective as a business developer, many of them self-imposed. Um, it, it, so that's why we, we often come back to this subject. Um, it, it, even if you're not trying to sell a project or get a new client, 
It may just be that you're trying to sell your idea to somebody to get them to do what they need to do. And so your selling skills are just extremely critical to you. Right. Right. Well, and in, in, in the article, as, as we as you, if um, as we talk about that, you, one of the first things you talk about is is knowing who you are trying to sell to. Yeah. The only way you're going to figure that out. Well, there's there's kind of there's several ways that effective sellers figure that out. But they do a little research on people. You know, you can Google them. You can talk to other people um, who may know them. You can, uh, you, you know, do your homework. Yeah. I mean, it's just absolutely essential. The other thing you can do, and this is sort of has a negative connotation, but we talk about this in my entrepreneurship class. And that is that you, you, you basically have to stereotype people when it comes to selling. You look at people and you go, okay, where is that person likely to live? What kind of car are they likely to drive? What food do they eat? What radio station would they listen to? What TV station would they listen to? What political orientation would they have? And not to say that you you necessarily jumped any conclusions about people, but you start trying to put a mental picture together in your head of what you would call a target customer. So you really understand what they're likely to respond to. And, and, you know, this is something that effective sellers are able to do relatively quickly. They size people up. In our uh, uh, entrepreneurship class, we have a little exercise where you go to the grocery store and you look at the food people are buying. And then you start trying to come up with certain ideas about other aspects of their life. Hmm. And it's kind of interesting uh, to do that. But uh, and the whole point of it, again, is you want to appeal to people on, based on, you know, showing the ability to empathize with them, showing some common interest, having some commonality. Um, this helps you build trust. And, and you know, you're never going to sell anything to anybody if they don't trust you. They're, they're not going to trust you if you don't know anything about them and they don't know something about you. So the learning about each other is sort of one of the fundamental steps that I think a lot of people who aren't effective as business developers ignore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, they want to talk about their firm or their projects or themselves and they don't know anything about the client they're trying to sell to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, I, I to- it totally makes sense. And, and I know you mentioned you talked about in the article about making friends first and the importance mm-hmm. of that. Um, you also mentioned something I thought was interesting about underselling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, what, 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 what did you mean specifically by that? Well, I just mean, you know, I've learned over the years that the worst thing you can do is make promises or commitments that you don't keep. Yeah. So you're really better off and you come off as being much more credible when you start telling people maybe some things that they don't want to hear. Yeah. You know, um, especially if, you know, you're trying to manage their expectations and, and it takes it takes a certain amount of confidence to know that maybe you can give people some information that they don't want to hear yet still successfully consummate your sale. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, that just comes with experience, I think, um, you know, and just if you if you ever live through sort of building expectations higher than the reality, then you'll know what a bad experience that is on the other end. Right. 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 So the, the best sellers, you know, they. They're honest about how long things are going to take, how much they're going to cost. Um, you know, I sold a project recently to a client. In fact, it was an attorney I had some dealings with in my other business. And uh, 
he wanted some help with his kitchen and redesign of some things. And he said he called a bunch of people and didn't really get good answers and no one was really interested in it. So we sent somebody over there and looked at it. I said, but before I do, I said, before I send anybody over there, I'm going to tell you right now, whatever you think, we're going to cost more and it's going to take twice as long as you think it should. <laughs> okay. So just, it'll even cost more than what I tell you it'll cost. Right. Right. So if you're not equipped for that, then we're not the people to help you. What did he say when you said he, that? He said, I appreciate that. Can you send somebody over to look at it? And okay. we're getting started on the job. Okay. 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 So, I, okay. you know, it's just it, people want honesty. Yeah. They, they really yeah. do. They've gotten so much from so many people selling things. That's why people who sell stuff have a bad rap in many cases. You know, you think, oh, you sell used cars. You're bad. Yeah. You yeah. lie. You yeah. know, it's tough. It, it It is. It is tough for sure, especially in the area that I work in here at Zweig with the recruiting, because, you know, we're dealing with a, a, a product with, with human beings and horse trading people is not easy. So not, you can't control them. They you can't. You can't. So you don't know even even when people tell you they're going to do something, <laughs> they can go in the opposite direction. So, I mean, it's just kind of the way that it is. Um, it, so you also talk about being experimental and flexible. What What do you I mean, what do you what do you what is your thought process behind that in terms of um just 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 the whole experimental side of business development and well i just think if you look at the ae business you know people are just so damn conservative <laughs> and they're just afraid to take any chances and i've seen some great breakthroughs when companies did something crazy yeah and and it's really uh it's really interesting when you when you take those chances and you see how it pays off right Right. Um, you know, whether it's, uh, I, I mean, I could just, you know, I think back to one company that was, had certainly the worst qualifications, um, to do a particular sports facility project that they were pursuing of the four firms that were shortlisted mm -hmm. and they still got the job by doing a wild and crazy presentation where they sent everybody out to the uh, interview wearing baseball uniforms with their names on them <laughs> and had a had a pre-recorded introduction uh, you know uh, uh, done by a former sportscaster okay introducing the team i mean those are the kind of things that that you know made them make people really stand out right and you gotta you gotta do some of those i mean we're just so safe yeah we play it too safe and then you look like everybody else Right. And I mean, it's almost like plain vanilla marketing. So, you know, it's it's it certainly is not good. So so as we kind of close out this this particular discussion in this article, which I, I again, I mean, I think business development is so important uh, in this. And you talk about obviously being positive and working at it. Um, but another thing that you mentioned, and, and I think this is often overlooked because in a lot of firms you see like one rainmaker mm -hmm. and that guy, if, if some if he walks out, at, you know, at the end of the day and gets hit by a bus and there's nobody else, I mean, what, what do you do? <laughs> I mean, talk a little bit about just the importance of training other people once you can find some success in business development. Well, I was lucky enough to be trained by a number of people. I started with a guy named Don Humphreys who owned a bike shop chain that I worked for. And then from there, it went on to a consulting firm where the firm's founder and owner would listen in on every phone call we made and, and tell us what we did wrong yeah. or right. Right. 
because um, he was also was a positive guy. And then uh, it, it, and then I went to work for for an AE firm in Memphis, and and the chairman would take me out with him um, and uh, on calls and just say, just sit there and shut up, don't say anything unless I tell you to. Yeah. And and just watch and learn. And he was a master. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it you know I was lucky to have some of these people who took an interest and 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 gave me some examples that I could see and some feedback that I needed. So I think we all need to do that with people. You know, we need to show them how to do it. And we need to um, also uh, give them some feedback on what they're doing, both positive and negative. It's, it's, it's our obligation. More people can sell than think they can. Yeah. You know, yeah. too many AE firms, you know, the typical smaller firm in particular the, the principals maintain all the relationships and they're afraid to even let other people get in front of clients that they might steal their client, which is really crazy. So they build a, a, an increasing dependence on themselves and they create their own trap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's our obligation to help other people be more successful, be better sellers and, uh, and business developers if, if we have any ability ourselves in that arena. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that certainly is good. Uh, that um, I think is again business development is probably one of the more appropriate topics to to lead off this new podcast format with. So um, that's really exciting to hear about. And and um, folks, uh, you can always hear Mark Zweig on the Zweig Letter podcast. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, just about anywhere that you can um, find the podcast available. We are listed and and uh, accessible right on your. Phone, whether it's uh, Android or uh, an iPhone. Uh, also want to encourage you, we have a new um, uh, subscription, uh, free subscription available for the Zweig letter. If you have always heard about it, but never subscribed before, I want to encourage you um, to take a minute out uh, at the end of this podcast to just go to visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com. Um, there'll be a, a link in the show notes to go to this site. But if you go to that site and just fill out some basic information, we're going to send you uh, a free six week subscription to the Zweig letter. Um, you can hear our you can see articles like this one that we just went over, Becoming a Better Business Developer and so many others. Um, Mark writes an article every week for this Zweig letter and has done so for decades. So I really want to encourage you to um, take part uh, in what we're doing and, and how even the, the changes in the design industry are happening right under our noses. And you need to be aware of all the new things that are happening. And certainly uh, here at Zweig, we, we pride ourselves on trying to stay ahead of the curve, if you will. And certainly Mark does that. And um, we would encourage you just to check us out. So when you get a chance, visit freetzl.zweiggroup, that's Z-W-E-I-G group.com. And, um, you know, check out the uh, the, T, the Zweig letter, uh, get the six week subscription. Let us know what you think um, at the bottom of the show notes. There are ways to reach out and contact us if you have any questions or if you have any feedback um, from this this particular article. We'd love to hear from you. And you can also give us a rating on iTunes uh, if you'd like. We'd love a five star rating if this podcast is making a difference in 
how you uh, you operate your design firm or how you uh, work within a design firm. So thanks so much. And uh, we will see you next week. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweigletter podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no holds barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription to the Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today. Subscribe today.